1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the
0: Red Bend TV. It is the build up show.
1: Liverpool take on Burnley, 3 pm on Saturday. We will be live uh, 45 minutes before kickoff on the YouTube channel doing our fans' own commentary. Watch along, which you can, of course, tune in for. We've got a great laugh doing them so far. Um, much better than the misery, misery of Martin Tyler. I listened to the highlights back. After the, after the match, oh my God, oh my God, it's like someone literally has told him his cat's dead after every time <laughs> Liverpool scored a goal, uh, but anyway, you've got me and Chris Page I have to see you through on that one, so we'll see you there, but let's talk about the game in advance, and I do have Mr Chris Pajak with me right now for this one. Um, uh, Jürgen Klopp called Burnley a results machine, Um, I, I think, you know, in some regards, with Arsenal and Chelsea looming, and and given where Burnley are on the table, that, you know, you're, the one of the teams you would cherry-pick in terms of what they've got to play for in, in that they've got nothing left to play for. But Jürgen is Klopp, in particular, you know, he's always keen to stress
2: European this. Spots. There's European yeah. spots for Burnley. They, they, yeah. like they're, they're some, if Arsenal is still in the race for Europe, they're a point behind them or something, aren't they? You know, they're only two points behind Sheffield right? United. They're only a win away from being where Wolves are in the league. Like, you know, as far as results machine go, I think Liverpool are the results machine in this league and the only one. Uh, maybe they're just not a well oiled machine, Burnley, because, you know, 49 as opposed to whatever we're on now. Ridiculous. 92 is it? Something like that. But good sides. And and they had a terrible start to the season. Like a really bad start to the season and most un-Burnley like. Dice is still a good manager. He still gets more than the sum of his part out of his squad. They've got a way of playing football. They go, they're going to attack us. By defending, like, does that make sense? Like, the other teams have attacked us for attacking us, sakes. We know Burnley aren't going to do that. Burnley are going to sit in, they're going to try and bore us to death as fans. I mean, watching Burnley on the telly, uh, just it's just, uh, isn't it? Like, you just don't want to watch a Burnley game on the telly. It's just, it's if you've got. You know, a choice of watching any team in the Premier League, I pick anyone other than Burnley because they can stifle the life out of a game of football at times, and I really hope that's not what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that we've got going for us, well, one thing we've got a ton of great things going for us. I'm, I'm underselling this, Ben. Um, is and we saw this with Burnley already since the restart. They're a team that doesn't have great squad depth. And you and, and and particularly with the five subs thing, and obviously Liverpool, I've been I've been managing this squad, I think really well. I mean, especially considering we've actually managed to be you know pick up results, particularly against Villa, um, which was a little bit more of a slog than we'd have liked along the way. That's the thing we've got in, in advantage in this is that no matter what Liverpool do, whether we start strong or we have to bring big boys off the bench over the course of ninety minutes, there should be more than enough for us to get this done.
3: Yes, and I think that's the thing. You know, when, when Burnley are the type of team that we were probably scared of in the past in a weird way, but now we know that we're better than them. And even you know, even though we know what they're going to do, we know that they're going to show up and put you know ten men behind the ball, and they're going to you know try and play long long ball football and try and play a little bit on the counter attack, maybe get something for the set pieces. We know that we, we have the players now to break that down. And there was a, there was a long period in, in my life where Liverpool just couldn't break down teams who we were going to set up like that. But now we can. And I've got faith that we will, particularly at home. Um, and you know, we've got the options to, if we're not managing it, to change the game as well. And this is where the five sub rule really plays into our hands a little bit because you've got the chance to, to make quite a few changes. Um, and if things aren't going well, um, and and make sure that we can basically break ourselves through.
1: I think, Dad, we've started to... We Burnley were one of the... a bit of a Liverpool bogey team. I, I, I always think back to that 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 game, second game of the season, 15-16, uh, uh, is it? Maybe when um, Mane missed... I mentioned the Arsenal game already, but he, he starts brilliantly against Arsenal. is missing against Burnley and we just toil for 90 minutes. They parked the bus, whatever you want to call it, and we're just limited to... Shots from distance and and being bullied and whatever. you. I think what we saw this season. You know, we we we, we actually watched the, the game, the first game of the season, even though it feels about ten years ago since we beat them three 0 Um, all the way back in August, mm. it's mad that it's actually nearly a year since we last we last played them. But we've 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 learned to match Burnley physically, and we've got a way of playing that is is far calmer against teams that do sit deep. Yeah. I, I
4: sort of remember Triori tying himself in knots on the goal line of Burnley. That's in not. The, in that's the not. There's
1: no. There's just no need I for mean, us to go back that far. Yeah. But yeah, there, go
4: on, yeah. Were, um We've had some bad moments against Burnley. They're a difficult side to play. They've got good goalkeeper, decent defenders. They've got forwards who are a bit of a handful if they get the ball in the box. You know. So, but they're not a side that we should really have trouble with. Um, our forwards in our midfield are, are far too strong for them. Uh, but that said, they will give us a game, and it will know we've been in a game. It, it's not barely not one of those sides where you think, oh yeah, they're cannon fodder, and we're going to walk all over them. You know, you're going to have a battle, and yeah. it's it's really a question of, you know, do you take your chances when they come? Because that's our weakness. We don't yeah. score anything like the number of chances we create.
1: You know. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. That that physical battle, that's gonna be that's gonna be the big test. And it, and it sounds a bit Cliché to use this in Burnley, but it's, it's a cliche for a reason. When Liverpool have struggled against Burnley, it's because they've they've exerted a, a physical dominance over us. And as I say we've gotten much much better against them in, in recent years You know, we you know the games we are really going toe to toe with them, nose to nose, and not backing down. But look, again, this is a side that have won the title. In case anyone didn't know, Liverpool are champions, champions of England. Um, And it will test our resolve because the Arsenal game and the Chelsea games are the ones that illuminate. I'm sure the players will have a little eye on that because it's just a good test. But Burnley will look to test whether we're up for the fight and if Liverpool are off it and if if they're not if they shake their responsibilities physically in any way, Burnley will cause a problem
2: Yeah, I mean, he's been called the ginger Mourinho hasn't he, for the longest time uh, Sean Dice. I actually think he's more the ginger Simeone, like, you yeah. know, because they fight for every inch on the football pitch, and you know, when Liverpool haven't got results against Burnley, it's because we've played into their hands, we've played to their strength, we've gone to try and get that, you know, that, that we've ended up crossing the ball because we've run out of ideas this is the type yeah. of game I want to see a Naby Keiter in, this is the type of game I want to see if he can break a game open when it's a really packed because I know he can do it you know we saw it against Villa you know he's got that death through ball in him and, and that killer instinct and that killer pass is this the type of game for him I hope so I, I want to see him get you know a continued run in the team now and, and see if he can break these teams down I mean you know they're a good side everybody knows that Liverpool are a better side everybody knows that we need to go out there and prove that now
1: yeah, I mean, Chris, in that regard, Jordan Henderson, the time of film, we don't know where he's at. Obviously, he left the field. Um, Jürgen Klopp's quote at the time, oh, we have to wait, I didn't see it back, but I know it will not be nothing. He's obviously gone for a scan on a knee. And it had, I mean, fingers crossed. And, and, you know, hopefully everyone's watching this or listen to this now and they're kind of going, oh, it was nothing. Jordan Henderson's absolutely fine. <sighs> It will be. He will be a massive miss if he's even missing for one game of football, particularly in this kind of game where Jordan Henderson's professionalism, his determination, his drive, is, is. It would be very, very much a massive asset in this type of game.
2: Absolutely, you're right. And I'm a little concerned over Henderson now because it was an away game and the fact that he'd gone for a scam before the game was over said that to me, that there's probably something there. I mean, could you not have brought him back? If you were were okay, you could have brought him back home and had a scan today, couldn't you, for for example, or the day after the game, uh, if you're watching this a little bit closer to it. Um, So I'm a little concerned there is something serious, that the fact that they've taken him probably somewhere in Brighton for a scan. uh, But you're right, you're absolutely right. He's the type of fella who who you need on the pitch week in, week out. I mean, you know, one of the things that we've got going for us in this scenario is... Burnley don't tend to score more than one goal in a game very often. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they? I think it was. Um, I don't think they've scored more than one goal in the game since restart. Uh, I think you'd, nope. you'd have to probably go back to uh, 8, 9, 22nd
3: games ago. of
2: February. There you go. <laughs> well done, Ben. <laughs> I mean, that, yes to working from home and having laptops in front of us. But, that, but that's it, isn't it? I mean, you know, the goal difference is like minus eight or something like that, isn't it? I've Yes to having the league table always in front of you, always a big help. 14 wins, seven draws, 13 defeats. Yeah, i no, was just on. about to say that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, I think if you can get two goals, the game's dead, and and that's that.
4: That's what we thought last night.
2: Yeah. Yeah, true, true enough. But I think true, that's but that. Brighton have thirty-four wins, eight, uh, thirty-four games, eight wins, twelve draws, and fourteen losses. John, and they score more goals because they get thirty-six. Oh no, they hey, don't. Talk, they've got less goals.
1: Uh, about shut up in Stanford. your face with you the staff in front. About you Stanford. can't get it I Saw that.
4: Saw one this morning saying that Liverpool's away record is exactly the same as City's
2: home record. Oh wow! I haven't got the away form table. Hang on a second. I'll, will I'll, I'll concur. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think that I think the points point of valid one uh, in that, that. But I think it, what I think what Chris is right in saying is, yeah, Burnley don't score a lot of goals. Brighton doesn't score a lot of goals, but Brighton still, Brighton have got something proper to play for. And, and and look, Chris is right. European football is something to play for, but it's also you see it a lot. Teams that are in that middle clutch of the Premier League, and particularly with the mentality of Burnley, it wouldn't shock me. They might well shock us and go, look, you know, that's the big driving factor trying to get back into Europe. Absolutely. But the mentality of that club is often we've survived and we're still in the Premier League. That might be a little bit of job done. Whereas Brighton, even a 2-0 down, they, they it freed them. Because they, they, you know, they could just go and do whatever the hell they wanted. If they manage to claw it back, then greater to point in towards survival. I don't know, and we can't know until we see them play, of course. But I, my suspicion would be that Burnley haven't got maybe haven't got that motivation. So a two 0 lead actually probably. Uh, would I mean,
4: Burnley are a much more solid side than Brighton, and. That's why their games are, you know, there is only a goal in it. Except when they play City. I think City tend to turn them over every time. Uh, And that's really what we should be aiming to do because we're that good. Uh, We should really just put them to bed and have done with it. But um, given it's Burnley, you know, you've got to work hard to do that because they, they work hard.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
2: The
1: um, I really enjoyed, and I, I don't know where anyone picked up on this in Klopp's post-match. Uh, I don't know if you did, Ben. It was it was a, it was a slip of the tongue or a way of phrasing things, but he was asked about the, the games coming up, kind of thing, and he said he used the expression about having to fight for the remaining twelve points, but he he he, he referred to them as the twelve points were their points. Like the points are Burnley's Arsenal's Chelsea's and Newcastle's points. And, and, and it was really like, again, it might have just been a, a slip of the tongue, but I I, I fear that it was I feel it was a slip of the tongue that belied how he's selling the rest of the season to his squad. That these guys have got your points. Go yeah. in there and get your points off the off go and get the points off of these
3: guys. It's a nice way of looking at it and it's particularly a way, it's particularly, I think it's a particularly appropriate when it comes to Burnley because I think, Chris, the reason that they don't score many goals is because when they go 1-0 up in games, that's it. They just sit back even more than they were before and they protect that one goal You know, I, I watched the West Ham-Burnley game last night and West Ham, you know, they, they had a good go. But they never look like scoring against that Burnley side because they're just so well organised. Obviously, Man United fell victim to it earlier on in the season at home to to Burnley. So it's not like a it's not a game that you can take for granted at all. Um and and, and yeah, I think it's appropriate to be saying that to the squad, you know, Burnley have your points. You've got to fight to win them back because You know, if if we know how they're going to set up, and you know, obviously we've got games coming up against Arsenal and Chelsea uh, in particular that are going to be high quality games. But you know, this is a game really where you know you have to fight for every tackle, every ball, uh, every every duel in the air, and ultimately every every chance to to score and win the game.
2: Absolutely, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think. Excuse me, sorry, someone else. I thought it was interesting. (laughs) I thought it was
4: interesting that Klopp actually knew the four games and mentioned that he knew them because in the the past, it's always been, I'm only thinking about the next game. And suddenly he reels off all our remaining fixtures and starts talking about them. I mean, he, he really is clued up for what we've got to do, not just to pack up, you know, and go home, you know.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. I, I, and I think what's quite interesting about it, just looking at some of Burnley's results this season, you know, City have dicked them twice. Chelsea have batted them a couple of times as well. We beat them 3-0. Spurs got a random 5-0 against them, which is a bit, which is a bit mad to consider in Spurs. But I think it's encouraging, um, Chris, that the good teams are turning Burnley over this season. You know, and that's, and that's, you know, whereas, you know, they were very good at frustrating the really top sides. But I think, you know, given the firepower we've got available to us, I would treat that as a as a note of encouragement.
2: Yeah, they're not an unknown quantity, are they? And they've been in the league and they've been playing the same way, give or take, for a long time now. And I think that it's probably just that, you know, the, the bigger teams have, have worked out what's the best way to attack them. Um, just going back onto the the European point, I, I just wonder whether... You know, they're a well-run football club, Burnley, and I think that, you know they've got, reportedly, the lowest wage bill in the league as well. I do think there might be some serious bonuses, though, for Europe. For, for what those players are on contracts-wise and where they finish in the league. So I think that might be driving Burnley as as long as obviously, you know, they're all competitors and they want to do as well as as they can do. I think there will probably will be some kind of financial rewards for Burnley. So I do think they'll have something to play for. I do think they want to upset the apple cart, is it where they, they see Sheffield United above Arsenal and Tottenham. Why can't they finish above them? You know, it, it's just the way it is and, you know, getting into the top 10 in the Premier League when you're Burnley is a huge achievement, absolutely huge achievement. I yeah. don't want them to have it though, let's take the three points, they're ass.
1: Yeah, it gives, gives a fuck about Burnley and they want it, what they want to achieve fully, not asked. Um <laughs> Dad, do you think one more game of rotation here with the uh, Arsenal game looming in midweek and the aim maybe to get your first 11 really ready to the best of your ability?
4: It's a difficult call because... In some respects, this is the more difficult of the two games because Burnley are going to be difficult to break down. And because they've got a defence, John, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, (laughs) Arsenal are going to be open and they're going to play
2: football. So... I just got what a fucking world. You, I'm not, you're not wrong,
1: but I love the fact that there's a perfect rationale behind it. But I love the fact that we've just said uncontested that Burnley is a more difficult game than Arsenal. Like, like I, oh my god, I it's genuine tears. Like, I mean, you because you're right. No, no, no one in the rooms went. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <For the second. laughs> Arsenal Football Club, the team that were once were invincible. The team that have got... These have got Aubameyang, Aubameyang and Lacazette and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They've also got David <laughs> Luiz and that's the problem.
2: Yeah. Oh, my. oh that is delicious.
1: Absolutely amazing. Um, sorry, no, you're right. Uh, you, the, the certainly, it's, it's a different type of challenge, isn't it? I think it's a footballing challenge against Arsenal. <clears throat> And it's, but it's probably it's it, it's there's a more faceted challenge I think that to the to to this yeah. game. but I think there's
4: a good it's a good shout now, Beckett,
1: because he offers you something totally different. Trying to
4: break a defense down, he surprises people with his pace and with the with the, the he actually goes into areas people don't expect him to. So I think he he might well be the key to that to that whole uh, way we approach it. Whether whether he plays all three of his forwards or not.
1: I don't know. I always want him to, but you know whether he will, I don't know. I wonder whether. I mean, we, I, I thought he'd actually play against Brighton, Chris. But you know, Minamino's been kind of reduced to really, really bit part roles, you know, since the uh, since the first game back. Um, and and again, it, it's it's how we shuffle our options because mm. I mean, look, let's let's work on the notion that Jordan Henderson's probably not going to play this game. Um, you know, we've already said Lalana's has reportedly played his last game. I wonder whether that's a consideration. Is Curtis Jones therefore a consideration? Because you can still play for being yo Kater know, in midfield, but it's maybe then a what what what's what's then beyond that if we wanna if we want to make changes to it because Oxide Chamberlain, yeah, but if you using do you need Oxide Chamberlain's cover for the four positions, etc. etc. Matt
4: gonna play, isn't he? I would have thought. Not mm-hmm. Have not started last night so that you know I can't see Curtis Jones covering for, for Salah or Bobby so Minamino would be the better shout, wouldn't it?
2: I think he plays the front three personally I think I, I've got a sneaky suspicion the midfield might look a little bit like this Fabinho in the six and Milner and Keita as as the other two and, and maybe just give Wijnaldum that little bit of rest in this game yeah. um, I, I, because we've not seen a lot of Milner really obviously we saw him at left back in the first game back but we've not seen we've not seen a lot of him, so I think that's and his experience, his intensity is something that I think the side might need against Burnley. I
1: think that's an absolutely outstanding shelter. And I'll be honest, I didn't even I didn't even have him in my mind at all. Obviously, yeah. he comes on for Henderson, doesn't he, um, Ben? And he yeah, but when, when look, he's the vice captain. And he is exactly what Chris says there. If you're going to take Jordan Henderson's experience and intensity out of a football match, actually James Milner's probably is the guy to to be dropping in there.
3: Yeah, he didn't enter my mind as well. Obviously, I think it's just down to the fact that he's been injured. But um, no, no, it's a good shout. Um, personally, I, I mean, the thing is, we've got quite a gap here. So we play on the Saturday at three o'clock, and then we don't play again until the Wednesday. So for me, you know that that is a that is a. A good gap in between the two games. If he wants does want to play his strongest team in this game, I think they've got enough time to recover to to, to play Arsenal on Wednesday night. Um, but again, you know, options are there, you know, you might if, if he wants to use them, he might as well. Um and I think, yeah, he's definitely he, he's got a couple of ways he could go. He could play Curtis Jones, who's probably a little bit more attack-minded as well. Um, but if he wants to go for the experience i I'm just thinking, I don't know where Curtis Jones gets his minutes in the Arsenal and Chelsea games, but this might be a mm-hmm. good opportunity to give him give him an opportunity in <sighs> the one. And then obviously Newcastle on the last day as well, maybe. But you know, we've got two big games coming up where I don't think the youngsters will get as much time. you okay there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chris is having a moment. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, yeah. Did I manage to
2: yeah. mute myself for the second cough then, by the way? Yeah, I did. Okay, just, just about. Go on, I
4: mean, if Ox is on the bench and you're struggling to get a goal, then they say he's a nice option to bring on in midfield.
1: Yeah, and again, I think there's a there's a degree to which I think we'll see. Sixty, a lot of sixty minutes a game for the main lads, and maybe you see, maybe you do see Minamino come off, or maybe this is the game where Bobby, you know, Minamino starts instead of Bobby for this one, because uh, I would be interested to see Minamino in the nine with Salah and Mane, the sides of him. Salah will want to play. Salah will be desperate to play no matter what, because he's just too hungry for that golden boot. I think you'd have a very hard time tell, you know, telling him he's not involved in this game from the start. Um, Mane, right, having had the rest, probably comes almost certainly. Comes back in on this, and it's how much we want to rotate, and how much again we feel the need to be ready for Arsenal because Arsenal's then it's then a week, isn't it, to, to to Chelsea after that? So there's no real pressure on them after that. So I think you've I do wonder whether we might see two or three of the you know I keep calling it this of the middle clutch of players, the ones who aren't your first teamers but aren't your kids. You know, we might see. I mean, it would be Milner probably out of necessity, maybe a Minamino, and then. It's probably not too much else really because Rob Oak's back. You maybe you put Nico in at right back again instead of Trent for this. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think too I don't think too much for this. Um let's have some score predictions off you, Ben. I'll start with
3: you. I'm gonna go four 0 to Liverpool. Oh, really? Go ahead, Ben. Uh, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, why not. Take,
2: Why not? I'll take one of them. I'm not actually predicting that life but I'll take it
1: I'll take it I'll take you, I'll take you.
2: Go on, I'm going to go 1-0 Liverpool dreadful game of footy this lads dreadful
1: okay so,
2: yeah, the watch along will be fantastic, but the game of football. will yeah, be fucking fun. out. Yeah, <laughs>
1: gotta pretend to be ITV in this situation, Chris, where they've got a drab, meaningless England friendly, and play it out like it's going to be the greatest thing you've ever witnessed. Got to be there. Make sure you're there. Two fifteen Saturday. Anything can eight, happen. Final. What a game. Anything. Anything can happen because of Chris, not necessarily because of um uh, because of what Liverpool will do on the pitch. But go on, Dad. What do you think the score is going to be?
4: What a game in prospect. <laughs> um, yes. I think 3
2: nil. yeah I agree I, 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 I almost I, said
4: 5-4 th- just to spark things up a bit but Oof. I think 3 nil is more likely
2: and who to John? um <laughs> <that'd> be- <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> yeah, I, so. I um I, I one thing we actually didn't discuss in this is of course it's Nick Pope going up against Allison Becker with the with the golden gloves potentially on the line here. Um Allison will we'll be going out there going destroy him. Go and ru- ruin him, <laughs> take it away from him for me, boys. Um no, I I I've predicted heavy wins in, in recent games and I I think yeah, I know Grand City, absolutely battered them. We've seen City really turn it on, but I think we need to stop using them as a benchmark in this. Really, they're just they're just somewhere else at the moment. Uh, well, second, um, <laughs> I think I think three nil. I think three nil good uh, would be a very very good result. And it's how we go about it. I think if we, I think if we get to like if we get to three in the first half, then I think it might be it might just be that. I think if it, if it's like another if it's similar to Brighton, I think it might go similar to Brighton where we get an early start but maybe be a bit more solid in the middle and then you bring, you make some substitutions and then maybe you add another two late on in
2: the game, so it could be three or four. Chris, one more, one final just, I'm just going to make an adjustment. To, my mate, score's going to be the same. Liverpool are going to win 1-0, but the difference here now is that it's going to be 0-0 with 93 minutes gone and Alison Becker is going to come up for the corner and <laughs> score the goal that ruins Nick Pope's chances of the Golden Gloves. <laughs> Go on. I actually think I'd prefer that to, to, be
1: <laughs> yeah, a, to be honest yeah what a time what a time to be alive that would be uh, brilliant gents thank you thank you so much for joining me uh, for this one guys thank you so much for watching me or uh, and the guys at home whether it was in podcast form if you listen to it or of course in video form uh, we've got you covered if you need more content yes we are live from quarter past two on Saturday for the fans and if you haven't checked it out yet do it is a lot of fun uh, we listen to Liverpool songs we chat through the match we do our own incredibly biased commentary towards to the Mighty Reds uh, and yeah it's, it's it's definitely worth getting involved for if you want more content in addition to that go to the tv.com and sign up the Around the League show where uh, Ben and Co really dove into the uh, Wigan Athletic story which is really really interesting stuff mm-hmm. uh, the Reds News Roundup shows where we round up everything that's happening to the Mighty Reds both on and off the pitch and a back catalogue an incredible back catalogue of interviews with Liverpool players past and present is all there for your perusal again in video and in podcast form uh, anyway yes thank you for watching